The following podcast is a Rock Corps Radio production. Pipeline from an undisclosed location directly into your earbuds. Rock Corps Entertainment proudly presents the Sick and Wrong Tag Team Power Hour with your hosts, Ryan and Starrocracy. Oh, I know Maria Canellis supposedly is supposed to be entering here pretty soon. And I know I do like the way they're slowly, slowly giving you little quid bits of Broken Hardy. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. It's, yeah. Um, the fun thing is that he's doing the delete thing and like seeing him doing that. Like, he, doesn't even, he doesn't even say it, dude. The crowd is out there going, delete, 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 delete. Yep, all he has to do is do the arm swipe. <laughs> oh, he, he does that now. And uh, Jeff's catching on to it, of course. He's starting to talk like him, though, you know, use the bigger words. Yeah. Yeah, he just isn't using all the, all the diction yet. Or the, I know. Or the pronunciation. Yes. <laughs> he does that shit so well. Oh, my God. It'll be, it'll be so the only, thing, the only thing he's really giving you right now is the way he smiles and laughs and the delete. Yeah. Because they can't really get him for that. Eventually, he'll start doing the whole, you know, if WWE wins that case against Impact, um, there'll be that he'll actually be, you know, You'll know it because he'll start doing all the fucking weird shit. He's like, ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he does it in other interviews, you know, like independent interviews. <laughs> the two W's universe. <laughs> Meek Mahan. Three and H's. <laughs> and three kind of three H's. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We should just do a whole Broken Matt Hardy episode. That's that's That should be today. Today, today is the magic of Broken Matt Hardy. It's the broken episode. God, I wish, I, wish, I wish one of us knew enough of it to just talk like that the whole time. Meek Mahan. Meek Mahan. <laughs> I think the, the best part of the fucking, you know, of that whole run was, like, when they were doing the, you know, the, the Hardys <laughs> versus Decay, you know, that whole, like, um, that final deletion. Oh, the 12 days of deletion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Damn deletion. Deletion. I think, though, I think the funniest part um, through all that, I mean, well, I mean, not the funniest part. I mean, because, like, in the beginning, <laughs> you know, there were, you know. The deities. Yeah, the fact that he was, too, um, he was, feuding with his brother at first, you know, when they did Final Deletion. And then there was the big fucking, there was the big deletion battle. I think it was like, obsolete, or was it obsolete or something like that? Mm -hmm. Well, there was like the, the parts where 
I couldn't sit through them. And it was funny, but I just too, it was too embarrassing to watch. And it was him and J Jeff and Matt like singing to each other. <laughs> yeah, some of it was not. Just like, uh, it's going over the top a bit too much. I mean, it's funny, but yeah, it's, I, th I think it was when they were all doing their, about, yeah, when they were doing their the five seconds. Yeah, I think it was when they were doing their theme songs, um, like they were doing their theme song live or something out, like one of the TNA pay-per-views, I think. Um, no, it was uh, some promo they were doing it at, at Matt's house. Oh, God, really? Yeah, and they were like singing, and Matt was on the piano. And <laughs> it was horrible. It was just it was funny for about five seconds, and then you're like, okay. <laughs> you got to wonder, though... Um... With all the different title defense, or with all the different um, titles the they've won. Gave to me, and the DTs gave to me. <laughs> the DTs gave to me. Yeah, he, he had this. It was during Christmas. He had like the twelve days of uh, deletion. <laughs> the deities <laughs> gave to me one twist of fate. <laughs> <laughs> one twist of fate. <laughs> It was like, he, he sang the whole thing, dude. It was so fucking great. <laughs> oh, God. Twelve swanton swanting. <laughs> swanton bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, like I liked a lot of the matches. Cause I liked the Jeff versus Matt match. That, you know, the, you know, the final deletion match. Where, um, basically Matt wins. And, um. And there's that, like, bit where, um, what was it, like, Jeff jumps off his, like, own symbol and then just goes crashing through a fucking table. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's pretty brutal. And then, like, uh, I, I don't know, like, I think the funny part about the fucking rivalries they had in TNA, you know, were, like, the, uh, the whole rivalry against fucking Decay, which... I, I like the Decay tag team. I just didn't like the gimmicks, like the like the in, the gimmicks. Wasn't like Crazy Steve and that shit. Yeah, I, I didn't like Crazy Steve. WWE like, just signed him. I mean, he's a good wrestler, but I don't like the Crazy Steve gimmick. I don't. That's just kind of stupid. Yeah, I know. Kind of reminds me of like, uh, it's like somebody mixed Stevie Richards and Raven together, and he's still not that good. <laughs> But, um... No, I know why The Miz wins, because Joe comes out. Yep. So, like, uh, what was it, um... Yeah, the, yeah, Joe comes out, fucking, uh, destroys Seth Rollins, and then fucking, um... Uh, what was it? And we're talking about Monday Night Raw tonight, by the way. Um, <laughs> and, then Bray, and then Bray Wyatt comes out and beats up Finn Balor. And oh, no shit. That's how, and that's how he wins, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So he won because two other people beat up the other guys. Yeah. the Miz wins. <laughs> He's so good. That's how good he is. That's how good he is. But I think, yeah, just watching, uh, what was it? Yeah, Matt and Jeff on Raw tonight makes it, makes it all that much better, I think. I don't know. I was a big Matt Hardy fan when, he, when they split him up. And he started doing the whole, like, little we MFers. And, huh? and we went for Matt Hardy over AJ Styles. Because <laughs> of that stupid fucking kid. <laughs> what kid? Oh, his son? No, remember the TNA show we went to? 
Oh, yeah. Jesus. Like, we probably should have gone for AJ, but that kid was just annoying the shit out of us going, AJ! Oh, God. Oh, speaking of kids, um, did you ever see, like, the towards the end of the whole uh, Broken Universe thing where Matt basically had his wife and his little kid, like the, King Maxwell or whatever. They were releasing the sex of the child or whatever. They were going to let everybody know the sex of the child because the deities deemed it. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was yeah, it was weird. It was like, okay, where are they going with this? Apparently this is the only thing Impact has right now. <laughs> at the time, yeah. Like if you look at TNA now versus when Jeff and Matt were still there, there was there was a lot of talent but a lot of bad writing. And realistically the whole show was was the Hardy Boys. Like that was the whole show was the broken universe. Um, they could like, do whatever they wanted. Yeah, like the whole the whole main event picture with Bobby Lashley, fucking uh, um, and Al Patron coming over. And... Yeah, well, even before him, you know, it was like, um, you know, they were just they weren't doing much, you know, because like their main event, you know, like they have like fucking Mike Bennett, which Mike Bennett's pretty good, um, and you know he signed with WWE too, and um, along with Maria, oh yeah, and. Um, no, like, just the guys they had in the main event picture, they just weren't really, they weren't really the spotlight very much, you know what I mean? I think uh, EC3 and Lashley were, like, the only two main eventers they had there, and they still felt like a mid-card act next to the Hardys. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I was watching some uh, footage on Facebook of EC3 <laughs> on NXT. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, back when he was... Yeah, um, yeah, he had, like, giant fucking fro hair and shit. Yeah, that's when he was uh, something Bateman. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't remember what his fucking first name was supposed to be. It wasn't Patrick Bateman. That would have been a cool fucking gimmick for him. <laughs> I think he could have pulled it off, really. But I kind of wonder what that EC3 gimmick, though. I mean, since Dixie Carter's no longer on the show, I mean, does it really have the same weight? You know, is he still Dixie Carter's nephew? Yeah, I know. Now the the name's really just a name. It's just he's not Eric. He's not Aaron Carter the third. He's just EC three. <laughs> God. But I like some of the new shit they're doing in TNA. I think they're I think their numbers will go up eventually. It'll probably get better. Well, I heard there are talks with Spike for the contract or TV. Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. I think that'll help them a lot because who the fuck watches Pop? Yeah, no shit. Pop TV's Pop TV's kind of this whole like weird niche kind of thing, you know? It's I don't know. It's just. Well, like, with wrestling, if, if it isn't on a, a like a very pretty a pretty well known channel, yeah, it's not gonna be watched. No, not really. And apparently, New Japan Pro Wrestling is gonna be touring in America. Yeah, they're gonna be. Uh, I think they're launching a new thing. Uh, they're basically gonna be trying to do what AAA's been doing, 
um, like kind of running like um, like a series of uh, you know really small house shows. But I think they're gonna try to you know since they got the Access TV deal, they're gonna try to run either like a weekly show, like an American show, and you can only guess how that's really gonna go because like. I mean, they're probably going to be using mostly foreign talent to kind of push that, since not a lot of their Japanese talent speaks English. Um, and if they do, it's really bad English, you know? But they got a few guys I think who can get over regardless of that, you know, like, because they've got Okada, they've got fucking, uh, what's his name? Well, apparently Tajiri's going back there, too. Yeah, he, yeah, I guess he already left. Yeah, like, he... Yeah, he already left. Yeah. That's a bummer, too. I remember, like, hearing that on the podcast, like, thinking, well, fuck, you know, he was just getting going, you know, like, he didn't really give it much of a chance. He just kind of said, fuck it. <laughs> I'm out of here. Not, not my scene anymore. <laughs> but actually, the one thing I did like about the Payback pay-per-view, I did like Alexa Bliss. Okay. I think we could probably switch this show from being the Hardy, the Hardy Boy, the Broken Universe show to the Alexa Bliss show. The it's Alexa like, Booty show? <laughs> dude, the, the Alexa Booty show? Or Alexa Appreciation Night? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Appreciate me. <laughs> I love her. I love her character. It's great. Oh, yeah, she's a bitch. She's really good on the mic, too. Yeah. She's really good at coming up with, like, on-the-fly insults, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's something you definitely need, especially in a strong, like, main event wrestler. Uh, what they need out of more women wrestlers, period. Yeah. Although, um, I was watching some of the... What was it? Some of the back, uh, not the backstage, but the pre-show stuff for uh, Payback. And I don't know. Do you think they're gonna turn, or like they're gonna turn Sasha Banks against Bailey here really soon? Or do they've been thinking at that for months. Mm. I think they're gonna carry it. And they're still friends. Everybody knows it. Yeah. But I kind of wonder what they're going to overall do with Alexa. Because, like, I mean, she seems to be, like, the most prominent heel on that show. Because I was looking at their roster and shit when they had all the girls in the ring uh, for the women. And it's like, taking Charlotte out of there really made a big dent. <laughs> well, it made an opportunity for somebody, too. Yeah, that's true. Because now and you're... I... Oh, go ahead. Well, I think Alexa will take advantage of that, but if they want to, if they want to make a heel, I think Sasha is probably their best heel. Yeah, no, she, she'd probably be a really good one for that. But um, I feel that Alexa Bliss is better heel on the mic. Yeah, I know with... Um, when with it some... comes to like, being a dirty wrestler, Sasha's the best. Hmm. Like I was watching that, that uh, Iron Man match. Yeah. Where she like, dude, she was tearing Bailey up, throwing her up against the 3D screen, making it frazzle, and then runs over to that one girl that goes to every one of Bailey's matches. 
Yeah. And steals shit off her head, puts it on, <laughs> does the cry thing. I was just like, God, I love when you're a heel. Fuck yeah, dude. Actually, that Iron that Iron Man match was pretty cool. That was a really good match. I was I told Scooby to watch it. Yeah, I'm surprised he has. I was just watching it. <laughs> dude, yeah, that was. Um, I mean, all, I think all the series is where um, the women were main eventing in NXT. I mean, some all, most of those matches were probably the best matches they've had on there. Um, next to like. Like, I would say, like, some of the most of the tag team division matches, and... Um, when, what was it? Sasha, Charlotte, and What's-Her-Face had the triple threat at that WrestleMania last, not this last year, but the year before. That was yeah. a pretty good match. That was a really good match, actually. Hmm. But, I was going through, and I was like, I was talking to Scoob about it. I was like, Charlotte has really good matches with Sasha. Yeah. Yeah, they have Bailey, the... Bailey has really good matches with Sasha. But I like Bailey and Charlotte, their matches are okay. Would you say that like get okay, just given that, would you say that uh, Sasha is like this generation's women's version of like Ricky Steamboat? Yeah. Because that's kind of how that feels. Because like or um, Eddie, or Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, or... I mean, because because like a guy, because a guy like Ricky Steamboat, like Eddie Guerrero, like fucking um, what was his name? Uh, he was WWF during the nineties. Um, well, besides Bret Hart, or not Bret Hart, but um, Shawn Michaels. I mean, yeah, we'll throw Shawn Michaels up there. I mean, he's he's another one of those guys. He can almost pretty much have a match with anybody. And mm -hmm. it's fucking awesome. No matter what. Oh, and speaking of which, speaking of Shawn Michaels, uh, since I'm bringing this up, um, okay, so since uh, you know how little of a fan Bill is of um, double clothesline knockdowns and shit, did you? Yep. The one thing you probably missed if you didn't see tonight's main event is the triple clothesline that knocked all three of the guys down. Oh, I'm watching it right now. Oh, dude, yeah, there's a moment where they, they all three of them clothesline each other well, at the same well, time. Ken uh, just watched a move and almost dropped fucking what's-his-face on his head. Yeah. That was a botched move. Not as bad as, like, you know, Nia Jax, but pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. But I really think that, I mean, since Charlotte's over on uh, SmackDown now, I mean, I, I almost think, like, it almost feels well, like... I think uh, her and her other fellow four horsewomen are going to have to work together. Oh, Becky Lynch? Yeah, because Becky Lynch was the only girl that did not run out jumpers last week. Hmm, yeah, that did. Everybody else in the locker room did. Jeez, yeah, because they're all like... It's all us, like, fucking uh, mean girls and shit over there. Well, she's like, she's like I'm not going to go out there because... She's like, say what you want, Shane and, and Daniel are doing a great job, but they reward bad behavior. Yeah, they do. She's like, Randy Orton burnt down a house. <laughs> Pretty much. He's the fucking world champion now. <laughs> She's like, bad behavior is rewarded. 
That's funny that they're even pointing. And I'm not going to stoop to that, and I'm not, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to, you know, try to do better. Yeah, because notice that uh, now JBL, you know, being the bearer of bad behavior, you know, with some of the bullshit he's been doing behind the state, you know, behind the scenes, you know, with Maro Anallo and some of the other guys, you know, look at him now. Now he's like on Talking Smack, right? Well, yeah, that's why, like, Baron Corbin got suspended. He won't be on SmackDown this week. Oh. Well, he got suspended in the storyline so he could get married in real life. Oh, okay. Look at the Yep. His his wife. It looks like his marriage will actually last because it's like she's not in wrestling. It's like probably his college sweetheart or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's not like a road girl or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like it's... Uh-oh, I think I just missed it. Oh, the clothesline. Like, they do a triple. I'm not sure if this is it. Yeah, it's like, it's like a triple clothesline. They all three of them run into each other in a triangle. <laughs> it's right before the end of the match. It's like really close to the end. Okay, I'm getting close to the end. Yeah, once they all start getting split up, because eventually it gets to a point where... Um, they all start getting thrown to the outside, and then Finn starts attacking both of the guys from the outside. And then as he's coming back around for Miz, um, fucking Samoa or what was it? So Seth Rollins gets fucking flattened by Samoa Joe, and then uh, and then like uh, while the Miz is on the inside with um, with Finn and fucking then fucking Bray Wyatt shows up. <laughs> Well, like, if they wanted to, they could have, like, some of these wrestlers, like, remember back in the day when Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior fought? Oh, yeah. And it was, like, it was two baby faces. Yeah. And it was, like, one of the greatest matches of our childhood. Yeah, probably. One of the better matches, one of the most memorable matches of our childhood. That we'll always remember, because Ultimate Warrior won, and he won the World Heavyweight and the IC Championship at the same time. Yeah. And, like, they could have that type of match with Finn and Rollins or AJ and Joe or AJ and Rollins or... They could have so many of those matches. Yeah. But they don't. And if they do, it's at a live show. Uh, Well, I mean, I think right now at this point, as far as main event wrestlers are concerned, WWE has been, for Raw, has been gifted, you know, the the grace of Braun Strowman. (laughs) So, if, as long as they keep they pushing... Have, which they didn't even have on the show tonight. Well, yeah, because I guess the both guys... Because I, th- I think what happened, because like, you know, when Kurt Angle came out, he kind of explained the whole aftermath of the whole thing. And he kind of made... He kind of sold it so they, um, you know, both guys will probably be out for a little bit. Or at least be out for a week. Uh-huh. You know, trying to kind of oversell the fact that they went through hell and all that shit. Uh-huh. But I don't know, man. I, I love the fact that they're pushing Braun the way they are. Of course, I heard that Braun lost to Kalisto on TV like a few weeks ago. What the uh, fuck? Last week, it was yeah. a dumpster match, and he yeah. was standing on the outside, and Kalisto, like, kicked his legs out from under him, and he fell down to the dumpster. Oh, fuck. He lost the match, but he didn't lose in life. That was Kalisto. <laughs> <laughs> he got the shit beat out of him, huh? Yep. <laughs> nice. He threw him in the dumpster, strapped him down, 
and then uh, pushed him off the top of the ramp. <laughs> nice. Well, so so at least they sold it as like a oh he lost you know like accidentally lost. Mm-hmm. Kalisto got lucky and then lost in life. <laughs> Basically, how I won every tables match in uh, SmackDown when we first started playing against each oh, other. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of threw you on the table and just jumped on <laughs> Like, how the fuck do you use a leg drop or a leg or a leg attack to fucking put a guy through a table? It's a uh -huh. douchebag move. That's what that is. Then I started doing, like, fucking springboard topes and all this fucking bullshit. And it was like, dude. That's when we started coming up with some cheap fucking shit for those games, man. We started like coming up with the cheapest wins we possibly could. Oh god. So speaking of uh, speaking of classic shit, I mean, have you played have you played the new or or not the new game, but uh, or any of the recent WWE games? No, not really. I wanted to get this year's, but I don't want to pay full price because I have to get the season pass to get all the NXT wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I might as well just wait till the uh, 2018. Well, yeah, because I want to do that on that and NBA. Hmm. But NBA, I don't need the season pass. Yeah. No, you can't go. You can't go without the season pass because the season pass is really what makes it worth it. I think that was the, the only reason. Wrestling, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. really see the season pass for buying, seeing a purpose on basketball. Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude, because like, I mean, especially with the wrestling games. I mean, I mean, I think that's what kept me engaged with the games up until two thousand fourteen. Because I, I like, I always like the extra content they throw in there. But the thing that killed me about the game series is just the gameplay. You know, the gameplay is kind of what Buzz killed it for me. Yeah, I haven't been too much into them lately. Honestly, I think the game that was the most fun was the. Um, the WWE game that was put out by NetherRealm Studios uh, mm -hmm. for the f for the phone. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Not the one they advertise, not that new one, but they have that. It was that Mortal Kombat style one. Oh yeah, I heard that one was pretty fun. That was actually a fun game. It's like uh, it's that and like Mortal Kombat X. They kind of play the exact same way. You basically just um, you got like your punch kick buttons and stuff like that, and you just and it's really easy to kind of. Stand, you know, combos and shit. I think the only thing about that game, though, is unless you're playing as, like, one of the bigger characters, it's not quite as fun. Like, um, playing as The Undertaker is probably the best part about that game. Because <laughs> if you put Mortal Kombat rules on a WWF or a WWE game, The Undertaker is the guy to be. But... I mean, the other one they put out that uh, that phone game. Uh, I think it was what was it called, Champions or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. It's like you know, like one of those like puzzle quest games and shit, real similar to Bejeweled. Yeah, it's still got a game. Yeah, it is. And really, the only way you know, like you go so far, just playing the game in general. Um, 
but there's no clear emphasis on what certain things do in game. You kind of have to learn it as you go. And by the time you actually start getting good at the game, the game puts up those like roadblocks where you can't really go too much further unless you actually pay for it. And it's well, like, yeah, fuck that. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. So, um, are you gear or what was it? So, what do you think about like, uh, you know, what they're doing currently with the rosters? You know, since we have. Oh, that... I think SmackDown won the fuck out. Yeah, it seems like they did. Because like, they got Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Charlotte, um, the Bollywood Boys. <laughs> Dude, the Bollywood Boys. I was so happy to see those guys they got on New there. Day, which haven't come out on there yet. They got... Um, got to get Jericho if he <laughs> keeps the belt. Yep, but I figure he's going to lose. Yeah. And uh, Probably go back on tour or whatever. Go on tour with his Fozzie group. <laughs> Whoa. That's fucking huge. That's fucking huge, dude. What the fuck was that about? Yeah, I think the I think the Bollywood boys are only really there for Jinder Mahal though. He's probably gonna have like the, the the you know the fucking uh, Indian gang or whatever he's gonna do. Yeah, Bray just came out. Yep. Did you see the throwaway clothesline? Yeah. Did you hear Bill in the yeah. background going "fucking gay"? <laughs> I heard Bill bitching in my head. Yep. So oh my god, that's the stupidest move they've ever done in wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, how the fuck does the Miz pull this shit off? Uh, because he is awesome. awesome. In the last life. He is fucking awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 